Hey, everybody. Welcome back again to yet another episode of You Haven't Seen That. Woo! Or YHST for short. Right off the bat, a stutter. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but it's us. How's everybody doing? You can't answer us because we're not taking taking calls and we're not live. No. So why even ask? It's rhetorical. But maybe they want to answer on their side. Yeah. So I'll give them a pause. Hey, everybody. How you doing? You don't say. Hmm. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. Spill the tea. (laughs) Welcome back to another episode of YHST. I'm Isaac. I'm Elva. And we're married. This is a show where we go through the list, that growing list of movies that we haven't seen. We just somehow got around to not seeing. It's the list where people ask the question, you haven't haven't seen seen that? that? And there's shame and there's guilt. There's piercing eyes and judgment. But what we don't do is we don't have a shame bell. Yeah, yeah, I'm not going to have a lot of sound effects. I know in the last episode I kind of messed around with like voice effects, but... <sighs> no, no, no. We don't shame people for not seeing certain things. At least not openly. No, no. No shame. No shame. No shame because our lives are a bountiful, if that's a word. I guess. A bountiful? It's ba- life is bountiful. Life is full. Your life is busy. Life is good. Yeah, life is good. We're, we're doing things... And you might not have time to sit down and watch an hour and a half, two hour, God forbid, a three hour movie. Ooh. We'll get to Lord of the Rings later on. Okay. Later, later. What do you think? When do you think we should hit that one? Does it seem like a Christmassy movie? I was feeling that. Okay. We might. Oh, man. That's, what are we doing? You want to have the whole month of, of uh, Lord of the Rings? No, no, no. Let's. Show production afterwards. Yeah, we'll, we'll do that after. <laughs> Meeting after. Yeah, right now. We're not in the Christmas season. We're in what season? Halloween season. The Halloween season. And we already covered two horror films. Mm -hmm. We covered Insidious. We covered Silence of the Lamb. And those were the more serious horror films, the more Mm -hmm. serious spooky films. We wanted to go towards something. First off, we've seen a lot of horror films together. Oh, definitely. So by the definition of the show, there's a handful of them that we can't cover because we've already seen. Mm -hmm. But... The movie that we hadn't seen was 2022's Studio 666. Starring? Dave Grohl. The Foo Fighters. The Foo Fighters, basically. The yeah. Foo Fighters. Um, right off the bat, it's a rock comedy horror. I liked it. Didn't know a genre like that existed, but it did, and it does. And I liked it. Yeah. I mean... It, it it gave me vibes of like the Terrifier movies. Yeah. Okay. That's what I was trying to. Yeah. Yeah. It it knew what it was. So knowing what it was, it wasn't trying to go super heavy on like the horror. It had some like cheesy one liners. Mm-hmm. It was a fun, fun movie starring the Foo Fighters. Foo Fighters. Yeah. You can't go wrong with that. No. And of course you have to have like a supporting cast of people that actually, you know, have done stuff and have mm-hmm. had screen time because i think in in uh in interviews a number of the cat the not the cast a number of the band members were saying something saying something along the lines of like we're not we're not, we're movie not actors people. Yeah, yeah. We're not actors you know like music is cool because you just you sit down you jam yeah it may, may might like take some time and like figuring things out but you're with music you're like totally in the moment mm-hmm. and it's just flowing oh yeah it's like Definitely. it's just musical improv man it's awesome but acting, unless you're doing actual improv, acting, you're you're sitting there and you're going, you're sometimes doing like, unless you're Clint Eastwood, you're going through a number of takes just mm-hmm. to get like three seconds out. 
Oh, yeah. So I can't imagine a band like the Foo Fighters doing that. But they did it. And it looked like they had a lot of fun. Granted, some of them had, didn't really have the acting chops. But it was still enough to be like, oh, this is nice. This is a different pace. Yeah. I mean, and again, it looked like they were having fun. And I've always, I've always thought that like whatever movie that someone's in, whether it be, uh, you know, drama, mm-hmm. comedy for sure, suspense... If it kind of looks like they're enjoying being on set, like that chemistry comes through. Oh, yeah. Chemistry is huge in movies. I, I think we've seen movies, I can't remember off the top of my head, but where the, there was enough chemistry, even though the movie wasn't that good, but it was still good because there was that connection. Oh, with, man. Yeah, that's yeah. that'll be a number of movies, and I can't think of anything off the top of my head. But it's out there. Mm-hmm. Anyone listening, if you have any of those movies uh, that we're talking about, uh, hit us up in the comments and in the DMs. Yeah, this band... I mean, it has, it has. They've been they've been playing for what twenty years now, About, the Foo Fighters. Um, for a while, I mean, they're still. They just Google it. Yep. And as we wait for Alva to Google, do do do. I'm kidding. She's quick on this thing. Like, check this out. They've been a band since 1994. Fast. Look at that. And since, they since yeah, 1994. Whoa. And they just released their new tour dates, which, by the way, I will be attending. Shut up, really? Yeah, August 4th or August, August 2024, I don't know. I will give you, like, I don't pay attention, not pay attention, sorry, that's <laughs> that sounds bad, but uh, you go you go to so many concerts, I lose track. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, I'm going to this one next week, and I'm going to this one another month. I'm like, okay, I don't know. Sure. Yeah, I mean, that's cool. You have fun over there. I've, yeah. You've tried to drag me to concerts. It ain't my thing. Mm-mm. But we have seen the Foo Fighters in we concert. Have with Pat Benatar. Oh man, where was that again? Was it SoCal Jam? That yeah, that was uh, Dave Grohl's. Um, it was like his own festival kind of holy thing. Yeah, shit, like he that curated, was a blast. and he had Tenacious D there as well. And speaking of Tenacious D, and speaking of Dave Grohl, he's one of the one of the probably the only band members that actually has had screen time because he famously or infamously, I don't know if nobody knows this, but um, in Jack Black and Kyle Gass's Tenacious D, the Pick a Destiny movie, I forget what year, don't even quiz me on it, unless you want to Google it. Mm, oh, yeah. Check out how fast she is. Uh, 2006. 2006. That was pretty close. Um, Dave Grohl played Satan in that movie with the whole you know Satan showdown between him and, and the D. And here Dave Grohl is again. Spoiler alert, playing a demon or playing someone possessed by a demon. Yeah. And he has some acting chops. Like, he may be, like, hyperactive and he's, like, self-proclaimed, like, ADD, mm-hmm. but it, his his it, showmanship. It works, it, though. Oh, I'm not going to overuse that word. <laughs> I got shit off <laughs> using that in the last episode. Of, like, I'll, it I'll, I'll use that phrase now. It works. Yeah. It, <laughs> it comes into play. Like, I, I'm I'm glad that, like, not a lot of the band members had a mm-hmm. bunch of screen time. Because it started to get hokey, and you're like, okay, they don't have the best, the greatest of acting chops. Mm-hmm. No fault to their own, the musicians, you know? And that's why Dave Grohl's a front man. And boy, oh boy, does his performance come through. Because, it, again, it's not supposed to be, like, really serious. Like, I knew, mm-hmm. I, I figured it out once the movie started. Like, okay, this is, actually, I take it back. I'm jumping ahead. Oh, okay. Why haven't we seen this movie? We were supposed to see it, if you remember. Because there was a whole group of movies that were coming out, mm-hmm. and we needed to see those first, and then our time 
our scheduling didn't really allow us to go see this movie. Yeah, because we we were really trying to go see it. We I forget what other movies we ended up seeing. We ended up watching May Twenty Four's Men, which go see it. Very weird, leaves mm-hmm. you feeling uneasy. Yeah. Um, and then finally, when we try to go see it, it was gone. It was out of theaters. It was like one of those like limited theater things where it only had like a limited time slot that you had to go mm-hmm. see it. Yeah, just never worked out. And you know, it's it's this is a low budget movie. And we couldn't find exactly what the budget was, which it's I found weird. Like between, it, I don't. Did you find I anything? No, I didn't find anything. But it did end up making about like three million dollars <laughs> grossing worldwide, which isn't a lot at all. But I mean, it we, was perfect though. Like for what it was for what for like a, a B movie. Yeah, yeah, a B movie. There you go. Yeah, I blanked out on that. So the movie came out in February of 2022, and yes, the elephant in the room is drummer Taylor Hawkins then passed away a month after its release, right? They filmed it back in early 2020, and yeah, remember that one thing called the pandemic? Well, it it shut down like production of everything, and Foo Fighters being Foo Fighters had to stop halfway through and then did what they did and f- shot the rest of it. In secret. Yeah. As one would do. And I'm kind of glad that they did because they almost weren't going to make this movie. No. It was like Dave Grohl's friend or who or I think. Or it was, whatever. yeah, friend who worked in the industry messaged him. Saying, yeah, they're like, oh, we're, we're running this idea around that we're yeah. going to make a, a, a Food Fighters horror film. And Grohl was like, oh, that sounds silly and stupid. And then as like a challenge and as a joke, they kind of agreed to do it. And again, not to jump too much ahead, but. They got like a couple of cameos and a couple of other people had popped oh, up yeah. that was like impressive. Um, going back to my little Google um, research thing here. Another another reason why we didn't go see this movie hmm. or didn't get a chance because only in theaters for about two and a half weeks. Oh, man. And it was only. was Select it? theaters? Uh, yeah. It only nah. opened like about 2,300 theaters. Damn. So it was very like one of those very select things that i feel bad i feel bad we couldn't contribute to contribute to that like three million dollars <laughs> i mean would our a-list contribute to that oh i don't know i don't even know yeah of course yeah. we're moviegoers we have yeah. the amc stubs a-list best thing I've ever holy crap subscribe to yeah we're not uh sponsored by uh amc but AMC. shout out amc <laughs> 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 i mean uh, should i jump ahead a little bit and and mention to people that uh one of the a couple of the big cameos uh yeah, which one do you want to mention? The one who wrote the theme. Okay. Yeah, yeah let's do that. So Dave Grohl had a lighting guy who was hearing about them making uh the movie mm-hmm. and said, "Well, I know John Carpenter. Like I worked with him when when he was doing his uh, live performances. Because if you don't know, if you don't know John Carpenter, <laughs> we're gonna have to have a serious. I'm going to have a, have a serious conversation. Do, with do, you should about I break this. that down for a second, John Carpenter, or no? Is that just assumed? I think it's just assumed, but if you don't know who John Carpenter is, Google it. Do if you Google want research. more, let us know. We're one here. Of the, one of the kings of horror. Yes. But he also composed uh, the theme to Halloween. If you don't know that one, I'm sorry. Yeah. So um, the lighting guy told Dave Grohl, well, I know him. So, you know, why don't you just email him? And he did. And John Carpenter was like, well, since you took my son on tour... And I guess Dave Grohl forgot about that. 
Mm-hmm. He's like, since you took my son on tour because he was in a band, uh, and you treated him so well, and he, you know, took him on the bus and partied with them. Yeah, I'll do it just like that. And then ended up writing the theme song, the opening theme song for this movie, which was very Halloween esque. Very like an homage to it. Yeah, homage, homage, <laughs> homage. And I loved it. A horror film, a hokey B list horror film, with John Carpenter's stamp of approval. Ugh. That's fan fucking tastic. That's amazing. That's like worth watching just from that. And he popped up uh, in a cameo as like mm-hmm. one of the sound engineers. Not Which a, is even better. <laughs> yeah. Not a huge role, but you know, he was in there. And the other cameo, which Jesus had us laughing so damn hard that I nearly peed myself. Mm-hmm. There's a scene. I'm, again, the show, we're not necessarily going chronological. We're kind of jumping around. But there's a scene where, um, because Dave Grohl's trying to, to write this this whole album, this 10th album, a concept album. Mm-hmm. And he has writer's block. So he's sitting down at the old piano and playing a song. And it kind of sounds familiar. And it turns out to be Lionel Richie's Hello. <laughs> and fucking Lionel Richie comes out of nowhere. And it's sort of fever dream, right? Yeah. Comes out of nowhere and like slams on the piano and, and <laughs> calls him a nerd. That had me dying. (laughs) We didn't know anything going into this movie, by the way. Um, All I knew from like trailers was the Foo Fighters make are making a horror film. That's all I knew, and it looks silly, and it looks like a B list movie, and I absolutely want to go see it because it looks so silly. Mm -hmm. It's one of it's. We knew that it was going to be one of of those movies that was going to have like outrageous kill uh, death scenes, but it was going to be fun, and it starred the fucking Foo Fighters. Oh, definitely. Uh, I. believe that was the year i was supposed to go see the foo fighters and really? that yeah that was one of the reasons why i really wanted to go see studio 666 because i was like i want to know what this is and i want to know if anything from this movie is gonna be you know dave girl he he does his little easter eggs on mm-hmm. everything for his tours and i wanted to know if he was gonna do something uh from this movie in his tour Unfortunately, that never happened. No. Now, again, like I said, I jumped around and I jumped ahead. ADHD. Woo. Um, at first, again, they weren't really thinking about going forward and making this movie. Mm-mm. At the time, they were recording their new album, Medicine at Midnight. And Dave Grohl figured, well, you know what? We have this house that we're recording at in Encino. It's creepy. Why don't we do it? Yeah. And they did. And I'm glad that they did. Oh, yeah. I think it's going to be a movie that we rewatch during the Halloween season. Definitely. Because it's got the Foo Fighters. (laughs) (laughs) It's silly. It's so, there's so many one liners. I I have to. (laughs) And, and it gives that little bit of a comedic relief with all the other movies, but it's still within the the horror genre. Yeah. Yeah. A couple of other like uh, horror people, well, one horror person. Who we now know as Wednesday, our new Wednesday Adams, Jenny or- Jenna Ortega. Mm-hmm. And she opens the movie as the movie's first kill. And any B list horror film, horror flick has to have that opening kill, like oh, in yes. Scream, Drew Barrymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jenna Ortega. I know she's done, she did some stuff prior to that. Scream. <laughs> Was it before then? She, uh, yeah, Scream came out that same year. Son of a bitch. Well, there you go. Hi. So. Yeah, she's our new scream, scream queen. Scream, scream queen. queen. Easy for me to say. 
And so Jenna Ortega's death opens the whole movie and roll credits, roll John Carpenter's theme. I'm I'm in the mood. I mean, it, it, it got you in the mood. Oh, yeah. And and then it opens with uh, the Foo Fighters around, uh, you know, in the in a, a conference room mm-hmm. because they're supposed to make this 10th album. Yeah. That uh, their manager, played by uh, Jeff, Jeff Garland, Garland. Uh, is yelling at them about. <laughs> the first, like, ridiculous line is spoken by the late, great uh, Taylor Hawkins. And, and through researching this movie uh, after we had watched it, I found out that Taylor Hawkins didn't bother reading any of the lines. Oh, no. I think he just improvised everything. <laughs> and it showed a little bit. Because one of the lines he says is, he goes, we're going to make an album that's going to blow your dick into your own mouth. <laughs> Taylor, oh, definitely. Taylor yeah. Hawkins. <laughs> I need that on the shirt. I'll get on it. So Garland, as a manager, puts him, in, puts him up in the Cincino house. And, of course heavy creepy eerie music because it's 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 hokey it's supposed to be it's campy is the word i'm looking yeah. for it's campy it's supposed to be campy everything every little moment it's supposed to be kind of eerie and creepy and looming and and uh, you know doom lurking around the corner uh and so they're in what's going to be like their new band area and dave girl you know being such a musician sound guy starts like you know clapping to feel the acoustics and every time he claps there's like a cut in of like a demon face and it was very exorcist, Captain Howdy, what's it, Pazuzu? Yeah. You know those scenes where it just like it cuts in? Oh, yeah. And it's just that like white but creepy every face. every time it was just like a little more and a yeah. little more. And then through, and I was like, oh, it's totally like a bite off of that. And as we watched the, the rest of the movie, there's all of these other horror inspirations. Uh, and then you looked into it. It was uh, Amityville Horror, The Shining, Evil Dead. I'm pretty sure there's more, more to that. The Evil Dead. Oh, uh, I felt like there was a little bit of Halloween in there. Um, what, The Gardener? The Gardener. Yeah. Yeah. The Demon Gardener. Yeah. The Evil Dead for sure, because it's they had the Book of the Dead. I mean, they basically described the Necronomicon without saying the Necronomicon. Yeah. As like, there's this book and it's uh, bound in flesh and written in blood. Um, you have to feed it. Feed the book. So that one's that one. That but what was one. The Shining? What were, Did you feel... Did you point, pick out any of the, I, the Shining influences? I didn't see. Oh, duh. It's a man who has writer's block. Oh, there you go. <laughs> huh. All work and no play. He has music on Sebastian. Oh. <laughs> there's a scene. Yeah, so Dave Grohl, so they're supposed to write this, and Dave Grohl's sitting down, and he's trying to write some music. And by the way, how fucking hilarious where he's, he's like, okay, guys, I, I got a song. I got a song. All right, check it out. Like, yeah, that's Everlong. You wrote it 20 years ago. <laughs> so stupid. And then it does it a couple of times yeah. for the other songs. And so he has writer's block. So he's doing what anyone else does. Goes on YouTube to look for advice. And, you know, whatever Bob, some music yeah. guy, uh, says the line, if you got song constipation, this will help you get a greasy dose of the hits. <laughs> Just another additional, like, stupid line yeah. that I, I couldn't help but chuckle mm-hmm. and, like, Tuck in my back pocket. Like, that's fucking funny. It was funny. It was stupid, but it was clever and it mm-hmm. was funny. I liked it. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, I have, so I have bad taste. What are you going to do? What are you, you going to do? Huh? What are you going to do? Um, did you see the Amityville horror um, influence? 
I mean, that would, yeah, yeah, the, that would be um, getting possessed by, like, whatever is haunting the house-ish. Mm-hmm. And and then going around and killing everyone around you. Spoiler alert. Spoiler Yeah. Have you ever, by the way, you're if you're listening to this in sequence, this is now the third movie that we reviewed. I'm pretty sure you kind of figure right off the bat, like, spoiler warning. Because some of the movies are, like, the cult hits that, you know, again, we were supposed to have seen, but we hadn't. And then some of the movies like this one is kind of a more recent movie that maybe more people haven't seen, especially like you mentioned before, mm-hmm. it was, you know, limited limited release and maybe someone's going to go see it. Remember guys, these breakdowns are just us chatting about it. They're not necessarily like spoiler free reviews. So oh, no. we will spoil the fuck out of. So uh, yeah, I think we should put like a little spoiler right in the beginning. Yeah, we'll put it in the yeah. description if you're listening to this. Sorry, I didn't warn you ahead Sorry, of time. Sorry, we ruined the beginning for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't think we're going to like run across that often where it's like a recent movie. I don't know. We'll, we'll feel we'll it out. We'll figure it out. We'll yeah, we'll feel it out. Just, but, you know, if, if, you're, if you're listening to a podcast where people are talking about a movie, I think you're going to assume they're going to spoil it. Yeah. yeah. Okay, this is out of the blue and this is totally random and I had no segue into this. But I have an obsession with hair. Okay. And I have an obsession obsession with Dave Grohl's hair. Okay. Dave Grohl has amazing hair. Dave Grohl's amazing hair. Beard. Hair. And just in hair in general. Yeah. Like, he gets possessed later on and then starts going around and killing people. And like, every fucking scene he's in, he has great hair. Yes, it's a movie. Yes, there's hair and makeup people. But just in but general. even then, he still has great hair. Have you seen him in interviews? Yes. His hair looks wonderful. Yeah. Oh, I'm fuck. so envious. You know, from this light, you know what he reminds me of? What? He looks like he might be your long lost father. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. That's how my hair looks like when it air dries. I'm going to put up a picture later on. (laughs) (laughs) It's the one me holding the book. (laughs) A couple months back. Alva started reading Dave Grohl's. What's the book called? I don't remember. Alva started reading Dave Grohl's book, and on it's like the profile of Dave Grohl, uh, the profile of his face. <laughs> and I'm like, holy crap! He's your long lost father. You have the same features. Uh, yeah. And I took a side by side, and it... it was amazing. I think you sent it to him. <laughs> did I? I think so. oh, I did. I DM'd him. <laughs> you know, he never got actually. I think let me look at it, read it right now. Hold on, let me open it up. It's oh, been a while. I okay. never checked. Hold on. Oh no, I think he is your long lost father. He oh. says something about uh, don't contact him ever again. All right, that's sorry. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> there is so much to like about this movie. Again, if you like the B list horror films, what's something that jumped out to you? Because I, I mean, I could just ramble and I could just go on and start listing things, but like, I think the kills, the kills come out. Even though it was like just a B list, it just like I F- like favorite the kill. Kills. Go, it's uh, I got mine. It has to be either. Oh, you have a tie. Yeah, really. I do. Um, I think it has to be either uh the Taylor Hawkins uh kill. Yep, for sure. Or um, Whitney Cummings kill. Oh, yeah. Damn it. That's actually pretty good. I like Hawking's death more because it was it was a little uh, less expected. Mm-hmm. He gets the, after he's finishing the song. Um, and yeah, it's a little setup, by the yeah. way, because I want to make sure there's at least some context. So a little setup of, of <laughs> the synopsis of the movie, right? So you already know they're writing uh, 
an album. Mm-hmm. And as horror movies go, you have to uncover some sort of evil. Dave Grohl makes his way down into the basement, uh, discovers a fucking scanned or gutted raccoon, ra- raccoon on yeah. the wall, which was like the, I, I love the practical effects of something like that. Why was the it gore. bleeding still? Was it still alive? Was it kind of hinted at that it was still alive? I think it was like, well, I don't know. Didn't matter. It was a hokey, it's a, it's a campy movie. Nothing really supposed to make sense. It's not even an attempt, but I loved it. Um, and then Dave Grohl discovers like these old tapes of uh, a mythical old rock band called Dream Widow. Dream Widow. Mm-hmm. And he turns the tape on, and this like fucking awesome, awesome rock. Well, he wrote it. You know I mean, yeah, he, you know, he uh, it's awesome music. I mean, it's a banger. Oh yeah, right. Needless to say, he sort of uncovers you know the evil because it stops halfway, and he's like, I need to hear it some more. And then the tape, like by itself, revert, uh, plays backwards. Mm-hmm. And as any musical rock song, whatever gets played backwards, there's always some demonic Especially if it. it's like a. That whole tape thing is totally ripped from Evil Dead. Uh, and so it does. And there's an evil message. And it says that he has to finish the song to hear the rest or something like that. Uh, and then boom, gets possessed. So that's that's the setup. And then, and of course, he starts to kill all of his bandmates mm-hmm. and other people. And so now we're back at Taylor Hawking's death. He's like the, as far as the people, bandmates he kills, that's what, like the second to last death that he actually- Third to last. Third to last? Yeah. So he has to finish the song, this one particular song that apparently like as the movie goes on, he's like- it's like 40 minutes long Yeah, he starts off like it's a 30 minute long song and then a 40 minute long song. And you, you got to imagine, by the way, as they're practicing the song, I've, I mean, I've dabbled in music a little bit, like, you know, played some stuff, but- you're playing minutes, 30 minutes. I've never been in like a flow like that, but like, Jesus, they, they ended up like the, by the end of the whole movie, they're staying there for like, what, three or four weeks at the house? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and the ba- for the weekend, it's fine. The no. bandmates start to fucking hate him and they're like, you know, whispering and conspiring behind his back and he just, Dave Grohl starts to get crazier and crazier and again, skipping ahead in the deaths, Taylor Hawking's death was for me the least expected. Because he finally lays down the drum tracks. He finishes the song. And then Dave Grohl just turns around with a demon look in his eye and sharp teeth and gets the cymbal and just wham, frisbees in and, and gets him like right in the mouth. Oh, yeah. It splits him right there. I love the whole split. That's a It's a simple effect. And it works. It works. <laughs> it works. But the first bandmate death was a little disturbing. The bandmate death, like the one that he killed. Ooh. Say more. Is a guitarist, Chris Shiflett. Chris Shiflett, like, this is at a point where um, in the movie, Grohl is like trying to get this demonic song out. And it's, it's a fucking banger, by the way. <laughs> like, oh my God. They're yeah. playing it, and me and you are like tapping our toes. We're like, yeah, I want to hear more of this shit. I don't care if I get possessed. This is fucking cool. It's, all, it's, what, <laughs> it's what it's about. Yeah. And um, Shiflett throws a shit fit <laughs> and uh, ends like cooking at the barbecue. And then gets his face fucking slammed into the grill. Oh. And I love practical effects, especially when it comes to deaths. Make it bloody. Make it gory. Make me cringe a little bit. And in a B-movie, if you can do that, that's a movie worth rewatching. Like Terrifier and Terrifier 2. If you haven't seen those movies, people, check those out. Fun fucking movies. If you hate clowns, perfect. Watch it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, Shiflet gets his face you know, grilled. And there's that moment where he 
Dave Grohl pulls his head up, Shiflet's head up, and he has like skin sticking oh, to the grill. Yeah. It's simple. But I fucking love it. Yes, there's something wrong with us people. If you know Keep us. Keep it to yourself. <laughs> and I thought, okay, that's how he's gonna die. Is like just being grilled grilled to the face. And then Grohl just like stabs him in the back. Something about like getting stabbed in the, f- literally physically getting stabbed in the back always like makes me like cringe a little bit. The oh, defense yeah. is back there, man. Mm-hmm. Is Dave Grohl in a trance at that point? I, I think so. Yeah. Because cut to a few moments later, it's down to bones. The whole, the rest, the, rem- the remains oh, my God. of Shiflet. And I was like, dude, he ate that whole guy all bloody. And as far as uh, an honorable mention of a death, right, which would be the second death in the movie, first death being Jenna Ortega, right? Did I mention that? Mm-hmm. I mentioned that, right? Uh, getting a fucking hammer to the face by the mysterious yeah. bad guy. The second guy, poor guy, Krug. That's right. No, he was. He was a, he was a roadie. But I thought he was a death before. He was a death before Dave Grohl got possessed and actually killed him yeah so it was like the demon sort of like but, fucked with the wires and but he, that one was a it a gnarly death it was gnarly but i it kind of i lost a little for me because of like the the silly overly done quote-unquote special effects of like the the electricity yeah i was like damn it i think it could have been a little better by like removing that effect that i could probably do on my phone but again practical effects he's all charred and, and gooey Mm. And you know what? That worked. It worked. <laughs> it worked. I want that on a shirt. That worked. Isaac. And since we're talking about honorable mention deaths, Will Forte, comedy actor, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you've known him in SNL and Last Man on Earth and a fucking MacGruber. I love him in everything uh, he's yeah. in. The guy is like, he's a comedy genius. And he pops up and it made me happy. And, you know, comedy relief. You have to die. And he's like the delivery guy who's yeah. also like, I'm in a band, bone structure. And doesn't get killed by Dave Grohl, but gets killed by like the mysterious demon, uh, the demon gardener guy. Yeah. With the the go to hell paper boy hat. Oh, yeah. That's sort of like your My- Michael Myers Ooh, yeah. in a jumpsuit ghost mm-hmm. kind of guy. That was a cool death scene. That was scene. a cool death. But boy, did his, his head pop off and fly. Dude. Did it remind you of when you used to play with Barbies? Yes. That's what I thought of. Yeah. Our, where our minds go. But that ends. Thus ends the honorable mention deaths because the next death after that is Whitney Cummings. Yes, that's right. She's in this movie and her character was like super cringy. I mean, it was meant to be cringy, yeah. but it was like extra cringy. She was very uh, holistic. Well, she comes off as like, yeah. hey guys, I could be in your band and start singing like one of their songs. And, oh God. And, you know, it's kind of later revealed that, okay, it's because she wants, she's she's the neighbor. She's been there for years because she's keeping an eye on this house because she knows of like the demonic lore. She was part stuff. of it. Was she? Yeah. She later on has like, uh, she pulls bandmates to the side. To, like, oh yeah. The whole like the exposition. Yeah. 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 And every, every horror movie, most horror movies have to have that. Where like some like kind of not important character just gives like the whole layout and breakdown and and you know backstory and lore. What is what's the whole lore again? It's that that band. Um, what was the band's name again? Dream Widow. Dream Widow. You researched that by the way. I, yeah. I'm ju- I'll, I don't want to jump ahead. That Dream Widow was trying to write their own music and shit, mm-hmm. and uh, 
need a little extra boost, as one does. Got to summon that the old correct, yeah. Satan, Beelzebub, Lucifer, the devil, via the Necronomicon. They found the book, although technically not called the Necronomicon, mm-hmm. just the Book of the Dead. Uh, good old Book of the Dead. I think it was, I don't even know what they call the book. They they had like a name for a book or whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, a book of spells. Book of spells. What happens when you uh, ask good old Satan for some uh, demonic help? Well, you get some demons to go along with it, and they end up possessing that the original band members, and he, well, the original lead man, and mm-hmm. he kills the fuck out of everyone. Although you only get one death scene of of the band member, and that's Jenna Ortega in the beginning. Yeah. Oh, and then you see the one of the dead bodies from the other band members, and that was gnarly. When? In the beginning, right before she gets killed. Oh, like it was like laid out, right? Yeah. yeah. Do you think we'll get a prequel movie? Oh. Ooh, maybe. Dave Grohl, if you're listening to this, hi, DM me. Also, uh, how about that for a prequel movie? Although you probably wouldn't be starring in it, but you know. Dream Widow, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so Dream Widow, that was their song, but Dave Grohl started playing it. Was there any music? Like, did they release anything? Dream Widow did release an uh, album about a month. Shut up. Uh, was it a month after the movie was released? We're not able to play it on here, huh? Because of like copyright stuff. Yeah, copyrights. But Dream Widow is an actual album that was released about a month after the movie was um, released. And if you like Motorhead, Celtic Frost, Venom, uh, any thrasher kind of uh, metal, then this is the album for you. Mm. Uh, it is great, amazing. Very uh, head bangable, toe tapping. Well, the excitement coming <laughs> off of your voice. <laughs> Jesus, people are rushing to go check this They're out. They're rushing to go get this, <laughs> listen to this album. Anyways, but it's about a couple songs, just enough to uh, make you believe it was actual an actual real band. Okay. Yeah. You know what that reminds me? And that's, this is on the list. We Are Spinal Tap. Ooh. That mockumentary. Yeah. That's... Hard on the list. Are we doing mockumentaries? Absolutely. Okay. That's like a that's a big one that people are talking about. I, I've always heard comedians talk about that movie, and this kind of reminded me of that. You know, a band. Well, well this that, is a real band, though. Yeah, we'll add this to the list. Yeah, we we're talking about Samantha's death. Oh, that she was part of it. Yeah, she was part of the Dream Widow. She was a groupie. Yeah, she, she actually said she was like a groupie of yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And she. uh she was there during the whole um, Greg, the their band leader. Right. Um, lead singer or whatever. He was the one that wanted to finish the song because he saw potential in it. And so throughout, throughout the, her entire you know role in the movie, she had eyes for Rami. Oh, yeah. The, the keyboardist. They both had eyes for each other. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know what? I, I forgot that Winnie Cummings is like kind of banging. But like in a crazy wide-eyed sort of way. Oh, yeah. And she's kind of funny comedian. So she's pretty funny, yeah. She's pretty funny. We've seen Poor her before, right? girl. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> she's funny. No, she is funny. She's funny. Yeah. We saw her in uh, live. Live, yeah. Uh, comedy uh, store. Comedy store, yeah. So she helps. She, she's the person to give the exposition. She helps the guys out. They heard Rami do what people in horror movies do who have eyes for each other. It pays off. They go... Bang it out. Tops off Whitney coming, but not complete tops off. I was mad about no. that. That sucked. <laughs> I'm never going to get the image of uh, of Rami having a heart shaped <laughs> out of his hair. 
And what the hell was on his uh, his uh, banana hammock speedo? His thong. Uh, I don't know. Which earlier Dave Grohl, when he sees oh, him sleeping, he, he says, Is that mine? I love that. And d- demon possessed Dave Grohl is hiding underneath the bed. Samantha and Rami are starting to get into the whole throes of passion. And, yeah. and the rule in a horror film is never have sex. Never. Never? Never. Never. Gets you killed. It gets you a very killed. I think that one was probably the most gruesome death. Yeah. So there goes Dave Grohl. Oh, oh, oh. his revving of the chainsaw was hidden because by of a song. Yeah, that, that had was... a chainsaw in it, apparently. Yeah. And that so he's amazing. He revs it. And as Samantha is in the peak of her climax, <laughs> as she's Whitney Cummings. <laughs> <laughs> what am I going to do with you? Sorry. <laughs> uh, she then gets a chainsaw right through the fucking face. Oh, that was amazing. Which ends up going into Rami and splits the both of them right down the middle. Oh, yeah. That was amazing. And I love that shot of like split or, you know, cut and then the body's just the slow split, split apart. Yeah. Oh, talk about splitting a girl down the middle. Oh, uh, hey, guys, it's late. Sorry about that. And then that and the next death was. Me for using that. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the next death after that? Uh, love... The late Taylor Hawkins. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. How'd that make you feel, by the way, knowing like, ugh, or is this just too dark? Uh, no, no, I was like, oh, it's like the last thing he, that came out besides the the last album they, they did and yeah. stuff like that. It's kind of like the last time you see him on a screen. I mean, I, I loved it. I, by the way, like, I love that he improvised all of his lines. There was, there was a part, by the way. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. That's it for, the, for like, all, like, the, the major deaths, right? Because I want to rewind to um, one of, like, the moments in the movie where, again, Dave Grohl is trying to figure out this, this song. He can't find an ending to it. And the band's all pissed off and they're sort of like, you know, they gathered around on, on, uh, on the side of the house and they're like kind of talking behind his back. And Dave Grohl comes and apologizes to them and he's like, okay, you know, we got to kind of all work together and, and I have this idea where you come in and, you know, the bass and you're coming in with the guitar and, and the drums. And there's like this, like, it's like a two minute sequence of like just Dave Grohl fucking like scatting. The way Dave Grohl does. And it was fucking cool. Like, he was really getting into it. Like, I wonder if that was just a fully improvised moment. I wonder. I I... One of the funniest parts is it cuts to Hawking's and he, like, he cracks. He's, like, laughing. (laughs) And that's what I mean about a band or cast having fun and having that chemistry. I had fun with them. Dave Grohl, again, is the fucking VIP of this movie, dude. I couldn't get over his screams. Anytime he was scared, his screams. Like there's there's a scene in the uh, near the beginning um, with Dave Grohl's first encounter with like the demons. Which, by the way, again ADHD, I'm jumping around. Um, the the effects of the demons, like the shadow people, oh, I loved and, like, it. The red eyes. It was simple. It was perfect. It was actually creepy. Yeah, it's not, it's not the kind of creepy I'm like going to be afraid of like walk around in the dark. But it it guess what? It worked. It did. 
It worked. So in that dream sequence, Dave Grohl is getting attacked by the demons, which we later find out is what? Bandmates. The the, bandmates? Yeah. Yeah. And he gets eviscerated. Like his belly gets ripped open. Oh, with the intestines, he's like, ah, ah, ah. Is that how it's going to sound when you get eviscerated? Yeah. Ah, ah, you're almost over. Ah, ah. I'm going to be like, you're doing it wrong. Clearly, <laughs> you don't know how to do this. Let me teach you. It's got to be a white incision, you know? Yeah. Right down. Oh, God, your blade work is a... Uh, can you go sharpen this? So far. Really... I'll wait. I'm not yeah. even bleeding out. Uh, <laughs> I'll wait for that. Oh. We're not all here, people. <laughs> episode four, it should be figured out by now. By episode two, no. So I wanted to ask, though, of all like horror movie deaths... Really rack your brain. What is one you wouldn't want to be a part of? Mine is evisceration, where you're still alive and you're getting your belly torn open. Because they also did that in uh, Shaun of the Dead. Edgar Wright's Shaun of the mm-hmm. Dead. And uh, one of the one of the characters gets ripped apart by zombies. He's still alive. And his belly's ripped open and like all the intestines are getting pulled out. It's gory as hell. And I fucking love it. And I would hate to be eviscerated. Mine's... um. Getting killed from behind, like knowing that I, that's like you couldn't face me to kill me. Yeah, stab me in the back. Again, guys, send help. Our address <laughs> is because <laughs> I feel like that would be very like anticlimactic. Like, all right, next thing you know, I didn't see it happening. I'm dead. Oh, so you mean you want a cool death? I want a cool death. I'm, oh, see, I'm thinking about like pain. No, you I want a cool death? I'm cool death. Okay, horror movie deaths. What death would you want? Mm, none come to mind right now. Not even like getting split down the middle? Oh, that would be a good one. Yeah? Yeah. There's a terrifier getting split upside down from uh, crotch up. No, not that one. Ghost ship? Wire? Split in half? Uh, I've seen 13 ghosts. Of course I have. That's why it's not on the list. The one that, uh, um, who it was, but gets sliced. Oh, he's like the lawyer guy. Yeah. And he gets sliced by like that pane of glass, the yeah. door. Mm-hmm. Like That's that. a fucking cool kill. I want that one. Or, that? or similar. I also want to know how they do that effect. I'll have to look that up I later. Very cool death. Mm-hmm. A memorable death. Mm-hmm. A quick death. Like, I want it quick. I want a memorable. I want to be like, here it is. And that's why she married me, guys. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be here all day. <laughs> I can't afford a week. <laughs> She's going to fucking murder me. Send help. Our address is. <sighs> What would be your cool death, though? What would be my cool death? Yeah, because you, you you don't want to get, like, guts out or anything like that. Ooh. You know what? Donnie Darko. Okay. He gets a jet engine falling on him. The old uh, Richie Valens death. Richie! Although Richie Valens was afraid of mm-hmm. getting, a, you know, plane parts dropped on him. Yeah. That just seems memorable. Yeah, very quick. Typical. Not impressed? I mean, it's a, it's cool, but not like glass. I'm afraid to ask, what death <laughs> would you want for me? Um, oh, well, I could continue to put the poison in your Gatorade, huh? What? <laughs> um, I think for you, it would have to be something. Yeah, I think. I got it. A horde of rats eats me alive. Ooh, yes, yes. I'm stuck in an attic somewhere, like in a wall, right? I fall through, and there's a bunch Ooh. of rat and rat nests that I disturb. And the only way for them to get through is through me. No, no, no. I want you to. Don't, no, 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 my death. No, no, no. I'm going to make it better. I want you <laughs> to have 
an insidious type of death where you're in the other room and no one can hear you because you get pulled into the uh, further and the rats are eating you there. So when you're found, you're dead. No, but I want blood and guts. I want people you're... to have to clean me up for like months to come. But they're going to clean you up, but it's just no one can hear you dying. In the further, no one can hear you dying. Like you're being killed and you're thinking that, oh, somebody's going to help me. Ain't nobody coming. Yeah, I guess. Or you a terrifier. What, you could do a terrifier upside down. You know what death I don't want is are the last couple of deaths in the movie. Yeah. Pat and Nate, they like lasted the longest. And Pat gets run over by the van, which, by the way, that van is actually like their real van that they went on their first U.S. tour with. Yeah. Cool little cameo or cool little like fun. Fun fact. Fact or cameos or whatever yeah. by their actual stuff. Like that Ray Gun is that mm-hmm. Ray Gun, one of their first albums. And then Nate. Has the lamest of deaths. Oh, yeah. It's stabbed. You know, the old classic stab through the chin. It pops out your head. Poor guy, though, right before that gets fucking wires right to the eyeball. Oh, my God. <laughs> I thought he was going to live and be like, I only got one eye. I killed the other one. I'm good. Accidental. Trying to get away from everyone. Were there any moments that actually scared you throughout this movie? I mean, there was like some attempts at like, you know, cheap jump scares. And they were fun for what they were. No. But nothing really actually scared you. Because it didn't, it wasn't, wasn't that type of movie. It takes a lot, to be honest, to scare me. Oh my gosh, it really does. There was a few times where I've hidden behind the door. You Sometimes I get home earlier than she does. And sometimes I'll have party poppers. Or you're hiding your truck as I get off the car from work. And I'll record some of these. Nothing. Unflinching. Yeah. Nothing happens. This woman who has my heart. Hopefully it's figuratively and never literally scares the shit out of me sometimes we'll figure it out later on in life <laughs> what the fuck does that mean <laughs> yeah no i have yet to be scared by you i think maybe once you got me when when yeah you came out of the bathroom <laughs> or when i came out of the bathroom and didn't expect no, you scared you. me you were just standing there <laughs> And he already already looked like a five foot ten Wednesday Adams. And I turned the corner and then bam, you were there. Not with a knife or nothing like that, just standing there. Best. I wasn't even trying to scare you. And I did the old Dave Grohl scream. <laughs> Enough for bullshit. Back to the movie. One of my uh, favorite parts is before Nate and Pat meet their tragic end, they find the book in the basement and they're going down the list of symptoms if you're if somebody oh knows God, is possessed yeah. <laughs> and every time they read a symptom they cut to dave Grohl. <laughs> one of my favorite moments is that one what, what of the symptoms is um ingestion problems or digestion problems yeah cut to dave Grohl projectile yeah. vomiting on the window turning to camera looking right at it and going no more beer bongs for dave <laughs> <laughs> in a way that only dave Grohl can, can oh yeah deliver that line the other symptom was um, excessive masturbation because I guess. Oh my god! And that's where uh, you know, cut to a flashback of uh, of Pat trying to go into the bathroom, and you hear you know fat fat fapping, and he tells Dave Grohl, "It sounds like you're playing with soft chicken dumpling." I didn't even <laughs> know that sound. By the way, Pat, I love him. Most of his lines he couldn't deliver. But there is some, like just a select few. I, yeah, fuck, I wish I wrote them down. 
But he he nailed those ones. And that one, that one he delivered. (laughs) They got a laugh out of me. Oh, speaking of Nate and Pat. Pat and Nate. I always think of Nate going first. But it sounds better the other way. Although in death, Pat went first. Um, When they're being chased by Dave Grohl, Mm -hmm. that whole scene is a whole one-shot scene. And I'm a sucker for oneers. And that was so fun to see uh, the demons... You know, kind of blocking the way, yeah. and Dave Grohl hilariously like fucking you know blocking whatever windows in the way Dave Grohl does. Yeah. <laughs> um, can we also talk about how Pat didn't have a bed while they were staying there the whole time? Oh yeah. So rewind. Um, right after Dave Grohl has that nightmare, he is inspired by uh de- demonic oh, ideas, yeah. and and oh, he does order food. Yeah, huh? he orders food. But that aside. He's trying to wake up the band members and each person has their different sleeping quarters and sleeping situations like Taylor Hawkins would fell asleep watching porn. <laughs> Tissues everywhere. Rami's in his Speedo and that's when Dave Grohl says, is that mine? Is that mine? But like his reactions when he sees everyone yeah. in their sleeping, <laughs> in their sleeping uh, situations. And then Pat, poor Pat, doesn't have a room and he's just sleeping on the kitchen island. Oh yeah. It's the most comfortable spot. I didn't get a room. I do feel like Pat was done dirty, though. Like, even in his death. He it's very, like... It's run over by the van. And that effect of a head getting popped like a balloon... Oh, it's amazing. ...is amongst my favorites. Like, the things you can do... <laughs> the things you can do with the head. Uh, mm-hmm. Decapitating it. Stabbing it. Smashing it. Bashing it. Thrashing it. Anything. That was a cool effect. I, I don't know who did the special effects on this movie, but, like, much, much... Uh-huh, props to them i will stop i'm sorry we're near the end of this episode i'm getting a little low i'm getting a little punchy help me <laughs> help's not coming alva too late and his death comes at the end of the movie speaking of the end of the movie we're nearly there did you see the evil manager evil assistant twist coming i did not no usually i see the twist usually yeah. i'm very like uh, on, you're on point with that. On stuff point, yeah, yeah. I, I did not see it. No, because I thought the movie was basically over by that point. Even though it was like an hour forty minutes, hour forty five, it kind of dragged on a little at oh. the end. It was still fun to watch, but it dragged a little. But of course, with a movie like this, you have to have a big demon showdown. So, Pat and Nate, Nate and Pat, they managed to bless the pool water. Oh my god! And essentially exercise. The demon out of uh, Dave Grohl. And they successfully do it. They save him. I fucking died laughing when Dave Grohl vomited up the remainders of Shiflet. It went on so long. And it was so much vomit. So, it created another person. <laughs> God. I, well, it turns out he vomited up the, yeah, the, the demon, demon guy. I'm telling you, man, those like special effects, like the gooey, bloody, gory, that kind of effect, it worked. So the demon, the demon gardeners conjured up from the vomit, gross, uh, and and then you have the showdown, and Dave Grohl kicks his ass and holds him down, and then the the ghosts, now non demonic, mm-hmm. of uh, what's the band's name again? Dream Widow. Of Dream Widow. Which, by the way, that gardener was the lead singer. Yeah. Yeah. I knew that. <laughs> so then they kind of finish the gardener off. Yeah. Right. And that the, and that ends the movie, it. except. A year there's later. A, there's a one year later. Because <laughs> it's time for Dave Grohl to go solo. solo. <laughs> and that's it. You know, yeah. they, 
uh, hey, Mr. Grohl, are you ready for the show? And Little he looks. Twist. Yeah, he looks up to camera, demon eyes, no. demon teeth. Yeah. Because the monsters are never really dead in these types of movies. Mm-mm. Fade to black. Credits. Studio 666. Watch it. I'd say check it out for sure. Yeah, it's on Amazon. I mean, I don't I don't think it's the type of movie, honestly, where like, you know, oh, let's watch a horror film. Let's sit down and, and uh, have some popcorn and watch Studio 666 because it's supposed to be funny. I think mm-hmm. if you're at a Halloween party, like a kickback of a Halloween party, not a party, but Halloween kickback with close friends. A gathering. Yeah, and you usually have a movie playing on the background. You know, don't don't waste it on like watching Halloween in the background. Halloween's when you sit down, you enjoy with some popcorn. Oh, you have to, yeah. yeah. This one, I think, watch it like Dave Grohl would want you to watch it with some Jaeger and some beer. Ugh. You know, throw those back. Yeah. In the name of friends. Dave Grohl, have yeah. some friends around and pour one out for Taylor Hawkins. You have to. What do you give this movie overall? What was your overall thought of it? Did you like it? I liked it. Yeah. I really liked it. I give it a. A 63. So you personally give it a 63? Yeah. Now, what do you think Rotten Tomatoes scored this movie? And then what do you think the audience score was? 59. That's uh, pretty Rotten close. Tomatoes. That's Rotten pretty Tomatoes. close. I want to give 63 for audience, but I'm not sure. Is that your final answer? Yeah. Rotten Tomatoes score was 55. Okay. So you're kind of close. And audience score was a whopping 80%. An 80? Yeah. Oh, I'm very low on this scale then. But I'm proud of the audience for giving it an 80, for realizing that it's a, it's supposed to be a comedy rock horror movie. To be honest, I don't know why I gave it a 63. What was your thought process? I'm going to pick your brain. I'm pick my brain? Yeah. Uh, Wait, hold on. Oh, oh, oh. Not much here. Not much here. Not much here. Not brain. Again, send help to the address. <laughs> uh, I don't know who you're going to help first. Ari death glaring me because it's past dinner time or something. Oh. <laughs> All right, let's, let's, uh, let's wrap uh. this up then. Okay, let's put a button on this thing and the cats are looking at us or glaring. Mm-hmm. Glaring at you or me? At you. They're staring at me. I don't have to deal with it. Yeah, I know. I only pick up their litter. Yeah. Anyways, guys. That's Studio 666, starring the Foo Fighters. Tell us what you thought about this movie in the comments. Hit us up in the DMs. Like, rate, review, hit the little bell, so that way you know, you're notified about new episodes popping up every Thursday. Thursday. And, and we have one more horror film to, to end, to round off the spooky season. One more? One more. Oh. It's flown by. I thought we had like two more. Time flies by when you're scared. I guess so. All right. Any last words, darling? Don't forget to like, follow, share, subscribe, Mm -hmm. and let us know what movies are on your list. Yeah, that has people asking you the question. You haven't haven't seen seen that? that? Later, guys. Good night. Goodbye. Catch you next time. Thank you.